Welcome to the regular podcast from Editorial Intelligence, the media analysis and networking business. You can see all our broadcast interviews on our EITV channel on YouTube and editorialintelligence.com. Good morning, everyone. I'm clutching a mobile phone on which I've written my notes just to be commensurate with the day's theme. I'm Julia Hobsbawm of Editorial Intelligence. I love welcoming you to someone else's building, particularly to Channel 4's building. Channel 4 have teamed up with ourselves, with Vodafone and with Huffington Post UK to bring you this morning's mobile world. There are two rather interesting things happening to do with the mobile world today. One of them is that apparently O2's network has crashed completely. And at least one of our chairs this morning has tweeted on somebody else's machine that he can't use his mobile. And the other is that at midday today, BBC Bush House makes its last broadcast because it is mobile and is moving to Broadcasting House. One of the things we wanted to do with Mobile World is to not make it the preserve of some kind of tech conference, but to look in the round at all the issues to do with the mobile state that we're in, the digital world, society, as well as technology. And I would like to say a couple of housekeeping points. Any speaker on stage should have their mobile off. You are all de facto on the record if you speak because everything is being podcast. The tweet hashtag is EIMobile. And apparently there are different Wi-Fi passwords and the front desk can tell you what they are. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce with great pleasure to formally open Mobile World, the chief executive here at Channel 4, a man who knows a thing or two about all this stuff, David Abraham. Thank you. Thanks, Julian. Thank you. There is, of course, a little bit of an irony about being a conference about mobility and being asked to to switch your mobiles off. The same thing happened at Google Zeitgeist. It was great. It was such an amazing event. But at the beginning, they said, please turn all of your mobile devices off. And I I just thought, we're we're at the point where we are struggling to be in in real time. Real time is, is becoming overwhelmed by everything else. It's an interesting moment. Well, welcome to Channel 4. I'm pleased to be hosting another editorial intelligence comment conference. Always a great forum for bringing the finest minds together to discuss big ideas. And of course, you'd expect nothing less from an event run by the world's first professor of networking. I think I deserve a round of applause. Now, nothing is shaping our lives more dramatically or more rapidly than digital technology. And I know that today we will hear from a, a great lineup of speakers examining the complexities of this transformation on our businesses, the environments we inhabit, our relationships, and indeed our identities. I don't think anybody would dispute that this technology is disruptive. And I know that there are some commentators out there and perhaps or probably in this room, that fear this disruption is less than positive. It threatens who we are, what we do, and most crucially, who we can be. But I and we at Channel 4 see this disruptive moment as a huge opportunity, one that can connect people, inform and empower them, one that will not undermine our core business of providing great, thought-provoking television, but which can help us strengthen it. And it's clear that television 
it's still a hugely powerful medium in people's lives and has fared far better than people predicted perhaps just a few years ago. Now, for me, mobility is not just about what people are doing on smartphones, or important though that is when they, when they work, of course, but what it means in an age when people are no longer fixed to one device. So for me, I want to talk about how really mobility is about the liberation of content and what that means uh, for our businesses. Now, so of course, we know that people watch content on multiple devices, on smartphones, on the bus, on a tablet, in the bedroom, on a PC, in their lunch break, but mostly still actually on the big box in the corner of the living room. And in fact, many of the commentators are saying that these new forms of viewing will overtake traditional forms of viewing. Most of the models that the broadcasters are working with suggest that is not the case. It may get up to about 10% in total within uh, five to seven years. Digital platforms, social media, however, and converged devices, the components of this constantly connected world, mean that there are now opportunities for us to enrich the experience, to deepen viewers' relationships with Channel 4, to help them interact with, participate in, share, debate, and discover our content, to provide them with programming that is personalized to them in a way that's more flexible in their individual lives. So for us, mobility is a way to deepen the idea of public service broadcasting. And it's this flexibility that I think is key to understanding the mobile world. People can now obviously access information all of the time wherever they are. But that means they can now be anywhere, not sat at home watching the TV. So if we want to make sure they don't miss out, we have to make more of our content available to watch uh, where, when they want it on all the platforms they want. So tablets, smartphones, game consoles, connected televisions are all as much part of the world uh, now as de desktop computers, with 15% of homes now owning a tablet, 42% of adults owning a smartphone, which means that Channel 4 has to be in all those spaces as well. Just this year, we launched on Xbox. Now, you wouldn't have thought that a games console was a device through which to watch long-form content. It has given us explosive growth for our on-demand uh, player uh, in that device that's sitting in several million homes. So, the, the, the proliferation of devices provides ample opportunities to provide more uh, areas for transmission. So for some time, 4OD uh, has been the leading commercial online catch-up player in the UK, with more than 6,000 hours of on-demand content available across Xbox, PS3, iOS, Android, as well as PC. Viewers watch more than 400 million online on-demand programs from Channel 4 uh, in 2011. And mobile is becoming an increasingly important part of this, pure mobile, as we say. There's been 4.3 million downloads of the 4OD app on iOS since we launched it only 12 months ago. And last month, nearly 20% of total views on 4OD were from mobile devices. Now, that's long-form. That's not YouTube clips. That's long-form programs. So there's a powerful development. The next frontier of on-demand, of course, will be UView. We saw it dem demoed to the public, uh, to the press last week. Uh, it will give viewers the chance to scroll back in time in EPG as well as forward. It's a powerful idea because the linear EPG is still the main uh, navigational device for long-form content. So if you can go back, you can catch up without going to a different platform, but without needing to go to your PC. 
And to bridge the gap between a linear and a fully converged world, last week we launched 4.7, giving viewers the chance to catch up on the Channel 4 programs that have caused the biggest buzz from the last seven days. 4.7 in many ways is a, is, is a channel truly of the digital age, with viewer reaction from social media embedded into its very premise. Both positive and negative comments about programs in the previous night broadcast between the programs constantly every hour. But our uh, digital strategy is about far more than catch-up television. The flexibility of the mobile world also provides creators with the freedom to tell stories in a plethora of different new interesting creative ways. Whether that's connecting consumers outraged by Hugh's fish fight, for example, with the means to campaign for change. Or science experts answering viewers' questions online ahead of the TV broadcast of Hippo Nature's Wild, Wild Feast. And we believe that Channel 4 is doing uh, the most in innovation in this space at the moment. And that was supported by the fact that we recently won more prizes at the Broadcast Digital Awards than any other broadcaster. And critically, we're working with a whole new generation of digital creatives, creatives who haven't uh, traditionally worked in the television space are now working uh, with Channel 4. And this reminds us in our 30th year uh, a part of our original remit, which is to unearth new creative talent up and down the country. Channel 4 News fans can now read snow mail from their email, contribute to blogs from the news team, interact with the presenters on Twitter, and catch up on the full news programs on their mobile. You can download a huge range of dedicated Channel 4 apps on whatever device you like, with interactive games and bespoke content for programs from Made in Chelsea, I know you're all fans, to Misfits, to Dispatches. We run a host of innovative online services, from exclusive clips and interviews on e4.com to our new scrapbook platform, which gives registered users the chance to collect, discover, store, and share tips, recipes, and advice from Channel 4's suite of lifestyle experts, as well as from across the web. And we've also invested in pioneering two-screen or twin-screen experiences, so viewers can play along with shows like Million Pound Drop and The Bank Job in real time. With this kind of social TV, multiple devices are not a distraction from our content, but a way of engaging with it in ever more deeply. And with the arrival of connected devices, we're experimenting with the next evolution of the television format and what it's going to look like, building prototypes of shows even more interactive, immersive, and with more personalized features. So to give you a direct flavor, of uh, what some of these projects actually look like. If, uh, if you haven't seen all of them, I'd like to ask the team just to run uh, the video now, please. Last year, Channel 4 embraced a new creative challenge. Develop new ideas that work on multiple platforms and help us identify with our audiences. Oh, on Twitter, I'm Dan Dan Geology Man. We've been working with more companies across the UK than ever before, asking them to come up with groundbreaking and fresh ideas that will help us engage with our viewers. So what did they come up with? Have you killed Russell Brand? The Million Pound Drops play-along game has gone from strength to strength, being played by more than 12% of the TV audience and bagging a ton of awards. Can you beat them, do you reckon? Well, you can actually, you can try anyway and play along online with every single question on tonight's show, channel4.com forward slash drop. And most recently, we've used an online game to recruit contestants for the bank job, which has seen the game being played more than six million times. 
We'll be live from a real bank in the middle of London each night, and the only way to be there answering questions for serious money is by playing the bank job online game. We've put Misfits fans on community service with a mobile game that has been downloaded more than 100,000 times. And over 100,000 people enjoyed a series of live video chats with the stars of Made in Chelsea. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the second ever Live in Chelsea. We're using comedy blaps to find and nurture new talent online, acting as a stepping stone to getting fresh ideas on the telly. I'm Martin, I work for Dave Business Mouse, and I want to buy your magazine. Yeah, all right, we'll get on with sorting out the paperwork. I haven't got time for fucking paperwork, Dave's jumping for it. Big Fish Bites saw over 700,000 people sign up to our online campaign and helped get policy changed in Brussels. The Sexperience 1000 livened up data visualization and picked up the Beamer for best use of data. While Embarrassing Bodies Live from the Clinic is the first TV show we've done which emerged from an online commission. The first, we hope, of many. For Hippo Wild Feast Live, we experimented with wildlife programming, streaming live for a week from the Zambian bush. And Food Hospital has received more than half a million visits to its website. Channel 4 News is now on iPhone, iPad and Android. The multi-platform for the World Athletics allowed us to test out an innovative new video player, which we are further developing for the IAAF Indoor and Paralympic Games. Our Convergent Formats Fund is busily prototyping ideas to prepare us for an era when TVs themselves are transformed by connectivity. Trials so far include a 3D Grand Designs home, curating your own personal news bulletin along with delving into the archive on specific stories. And we're currently working on a Paralympics IPTV prototype. In 2011, 4OD had another record year with over 400 million views, with over 50% coming from logged in registered users, up from just 3% the previous year. On channel4.com, we launched My4OD, which is packed with personalization features. 4OD is now in more places than you can poke a stick at. iPad, iPhone, mobile and tablets, and Xbox, with more to come later this year. Channel 4 is totally committed to finding the best multi-platform ideas and giving them a home at the heart of our schedule. We will strive to hit big audiences, break new ground, and work with a wide range of creative businesses. Why have a player ball, or you play hardball? The next few years are going to be characterized by the transition to convergence. Get ready for a wonderful life of merriment and joy! And Channel 4 will continue to evolve and adapt, so we are continuously at the forefront of this. So clearly viewers are no longer consuming our content, if indeed they ever did, silently. And this helps us to understand who they are, what they want, how they spend time, what they think, uh, in ways that has been really the holy grail of audience research for many years. Because understanding our audience better is valuable for us, for them, and of course for our advertisers. Our whole industry is based on measuring audiences based on relatively small sample sizes through a box in the home. Increasingly, what we're able to do is to connect with audiences directly. So this is changing the whole idea of what broadcasting is from a one-to-many medium to a medium with a return path, both a direct, a direct response from the audience on every level. So for us, we had to think about how we were going to capture that value. And what we started to do was to invite viewers to register with Channel 4 about a year ago to begin 
to have a direct conversation with us. Since we began this programme, uh, incentivising our connected viewers to register with us and log in when they watch online, we've already signed up uh, well over 2 million demographically profiled viewers and we'll shortly be announcing a, a mid-year growth figure uh, quite a lot higher than that. These people have the chance to watch a host of premiered shows and exclusive episodes across million, and across these millions of registered users we're seeing real behavioural change already. Remarkably, over 50% of our VOD viewers uh, now are logged in uh, when they're watching and that's a, a big step change in terms of, uh, of, of measurability and advertising and, and behavioural advertising which is now being evolved. So we have a group of registered users that can learn what they watch and, and uh, we can learn what they, what they like and then we can work at giving them personalised services that increase viewing whilst rewarding loyalty. With My4OD, we're offering recommendations based on registered viewers, preferences and viewing histories. So the whole social uh, graph is starting to come in uh, to how people are discovering content. We believe that the way we are approaching digital will benefit viewers, giving them both the content they love and the content we think they will love. But we see real commercial opportunity here as well. Advertising will expand to provide far more opportunities than just the traditional spot model because more targeted, it's more targeted and more interactive. And, Ch and Channel 4 has always offered a premium uh, proposition to advertisers historically based on the quality of its audiences who are younger and more upmarket. And now we're in the process of demonstrating to advertisers that it also offers a deeper relationship with the viewer. So there's lots of exciting things for us to do in this space. Now, I, I imagine some of you are sitting there and going, hang on a minute, gathering data on people, particularly within a commercial environment, uh, your ears are pricking up and you're probably asking questions about privacy, permission, consumer protection, etc. Now, these are wholly legitimate in our view and understandable concerns for the consumer. And I think there is a way we can navigate through all the dichotomies that have framed the debate so far. In our view, we can do this really through one idea, and it's transparency. Being really clear, really honest, upfront about exactly what we do with the data we received and what we won't do, and making it absolutely plain that it's individuals who have control over their own data. And this is why Channel 4 has instigated a viewer promise, a simple commitment articulated by uh, Alan Carr, no less, to be open about how we use the information we collect. We think treating people's data with this kind of honesty, care and respect is exactly the kind of thing a trusted public service broadcaster should be doing. And as our technology becomes more sophisticated, these principles will continue to form the cornerstone of our approach. So in conclusion, I'm sure that everyone here has their own set of ideas about the way media businesses and other organisations should be responding to the challenge of a mobile world. How the constant advancement of devices and information is forcing us all to evolve and to re-evaluate. I don't think any of us quite know where the entire change will end up at the end of the decade. But I hope I've this morning given you a flavour, at least, of the questions we're asking ourselves at Channel 4 and some of the experimentation we're in the midst of. And this has given you some food for thought for the rest of the conference. So I hope you have a really enjoyable uh, and interesting day. Thanks for listening.